right, we're here. We got to tackle it. Salvation and deliverance. In episode number 16 of Hebrews in Exile, Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton unpack the enigmas and ideologies surrounding salvation and deliverance as it relates to the modern day Hebrew. Now, it's not what you think. So you're going to have to listen to the whole entire podcast. Don't touch that dial. Don't touch it. Because if you do, you know, you might miss something. All right. Hebrews in exile. Let's go. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in In Exile. Exile. You know, I keep getting questions about salvation and deliverance. Mm. So I want to talk about salvation and deliverance from a Hebrew perspective. Many people are trying to make this transition or they're reading or they're thinking about the Hebraic narrative and trying to compare it with the Greek narrative. Mm. Two different mindsets. And I, I got to tell you, I, 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 need, I, I need for you to hear me and I need for you to really, really hear me. You can't mix oil, and water. Mm. One of them is going to rise to the top and one of them is going to float to the bottom. The Hebrew scriptures and the Greek narrative are diabolically opposed to each other. Now, I know that's a a hard statement because for the majority of us, we have lived our lives in the Greek narrative and spent very little time in the Hebrew narrative only to borrow from the Hebrew narrative that which fits our specific needs. Right. And if it doesn't fit our needs, then it's under the law and, um, you know, it's for... It's 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 a archaic document, right? And and for and for clarity, and, and please right, please right. hear me because I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit this hard, right? New Testament being the Greek thought, and the, the Torah being Old Testament. The Torah and the Old Testament being an archaic document, but you keep but you keep collecting ties, right? And ties right. is part of the Hebraic the Hebrew narrative, and it's part of the law that the Most High gave to Israel. Right. So, the question that comes up is one that says, well, why do people go to church? And particularly, why do African Americans go to church? Oh, okay. Why do, why, why, why do we go to church? Wow, it's, it's just something that we have always done. You know, we we you don't have a good answer for something like that. I mean, yeah, it's because mom, mom and dad took me to church. Yeah, That's we all do. we know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Brother Shine, we we <laughs> go to church. We go to church because we don't want to go to hell. We want to be saved right. from hell. Right. 
And we have been told that if we go to church, Jesus will save us from hell if we commit ourselves to him. Mm. Okay? That's that's the narrative. That's that's the whole that's the whole gist of everything that we are subjected to in this Hebraic way of coming out of a Greek narrative into a Hebrew narrative. And that idea does not resonate with Torah at all. Yeah, it's a totally different mindset. It's not about... Um, Go ahead. So, we have to go back into the foundation. And there is only one true foundation. There is only one truth. And that truth resides in the Torah of Mashe. It resides in the heart and soul and mind of the prophets. Mm-hmm. And it is, they both speak for the Most High and they both say what the Most High is directing them to say. Absolutely. And if the Most High is not speaking, then through these men Mm -hmm. that he has chosen, then you don't have to listen to anybody else. Right. And for over centuries, we have gravitated to a Greek narrative about salvation and saving me. So let's just back this train up a little bit and let's look at some things that are in the foundation of Scripture. Okay. This is good. This is good. You know... And I know that the first time that the Most High saved anybody was when he redeemed Israel and saved them out of Mitzrayim, out of Egypt. What a strong hand and that's the, that's, yeah. that's, that's the first time that he saved his people. Right. Now, the question is, who saved them? The Most High saved them. Who saved them? (laughs) (laughs) The Lord? The Lord. Okay, so, Mm. so, who is this Lord that you've been reading about in your Greek-inspired Bibles? Because that word is, and I think I've talked about this in a, in a, in a, prior, in a prior podcast, that word Lord is a cover-up that is used in place of the Most High's name, which in the Hebrew scriptures is written. It's it's a it's a title, it's not a name. Right. As as 
as is God. God is not a name, it's a title. Right, it's like saying Mr. Yeah. Or yeah. Or Mrs. Or it's, yeah, it's a title, doctor. For Hebrew Israel, the Elohim or the God of Israel is specific and has a name. And it is that Elohim or that God that's written about in the Hebrew language. Mm-hmm. Which, sure. which, which we as teachers study. We study the Hebrew language itself to ascertain what the transliteration and the translation is telling us. And if the transliteration and the translation don't map back to the to the Hebrew scripture, then it's error and something's been left out. Right. So I, I'm concerned because we as a Hebrew people in exile are crying out to a God to save us not only from hell and not only from sin, but from this butt whooping that we keep getting from the nations that are not us. Right, right. And we keep crying out to this God and we keep getting the same results. Silence. Butt whooping, a continued butt whooping. Yeah, here you are. Here's some more. Oh, you're coming back for seconds. Okay, good. So now, (laughs) now we have to understand that the Most High has established a protocol for deliverance. And that protocol for deliverance happens to be a cry. Mm. I I heard when that. you go back into scripture and you hear him say, I heard the cry. Right. And I came and I came down. Right. I heard the yeah. cry. Right. And I came down to see what the problem was. Now, point of fact, this is not an individual cry. No. This is this is a unified group. This is of a people. unified cry of a of a nation right. of people. Like so when again, piggybacking on what you said earlier about this Greek thought, it's not everything over there is about uh, the singularity of the person and not about what the most high has set out to ascertain which is his bride, his people back. Yeah. Which is being on one accord and the only way you're going to harbor that the ear of the Most High is that a unified group of people had need to cry out to the Most High. I mean, and we don't know. As long as we stay disjointed. Um, we happen to be living in a time in which there is no cry. There's, there's no... There's no one, there's no one, the nation as a whole is not crying out to the right entity. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. 
we're crying out to the Greek God that's over there in the Greek text, mm -hmm. but we're not crying out to the Elohim of Israel who has always heard the cry of his people and has always come down to see and to deliver them. Right. Yeah, there's not, it's just one name that you call on for that. And that's the name of the Most High, which is Yahweh, or however you want to pronounce it. I know we went over a couple different ways to say it, but this issue of, you know, is, and I hate to bring this up, and I know you're probably going to slap my wrist for bringing up this name, but this whole Yeshua and, and, and Yahweh, are they the same? No, they're not. Not at all. I mean, I mean, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 7, Yahweh said, I have seen how my people are being oppressed in Egypt and heard their cry for release. I've seen and I've heard their cry. Which meant one thing, which is quintessential. They knew who to call on. Yes. It wasn't like, oh, okay, Moshe just shows up and then now we get let out and then we get introduced to the Most High. They knew because they have a history with Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. They all, Scripture talks about, they knew the Most High as El Shaddai. And then we get down to the Scriptures with Moshe and the children of Israel where Moshe is now saying, okay, yod heh vav -Hey. But the issue here is they knew who to call on pre-mitzvot, if you will. Yeah, and... And, and, and the and, leading out. Yeah, and, and this particular... This particular statement in Exodus is not the only place where Israel uh, uses the terminology, or never, or, or I shouldn't say use the terminology. It's not the only place where Israel makes this cry out to the Most High. Mm. See, <laughs> there is a pattern to what he does. Right. And the pattern to what he does is predicated upon the heart cry of a nation of people. We're in this exile and we're going through hell. Almighty. Hey, I mean, all 400 plus years that we have been out of the land in this exile, we have gone through hell. And we're in this exile because of our ancestors' disobedience and and uh, abdicating the Most High for uh, for other gods. That's why we're here. And, and you know, once again, you're going to hear me say this over and over and over and over again. We are the product of our ancestors. And listen, listen, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and the Hebrew nation of Israel all collectively are our ancestors. Mm -hmm. And they sinned against the Most High by rejecting his teachings and following another God. And that's the reason why we have been dispersed to the four corners of the world. Go back and read the scriptures. And and, right. and for and for that, you don't need a you don't need a Hebrew Bible. The Greek Bible says that, but even though it's left out a whole bunch of stuff, it'll tell you that. Right. Yes. So, so with that being the case, um, yeah, what you got there? The the book, the book of Judges. Mm 
Is that your roller coaster? The book of Judges. Or just Joshua. Uh, which which one? Judges. Judges is, judges. Your, judges is your roller coaster. Yeah, okay. Judges is okay. a roller coaster okay. book. <laughs> okay. When you when you read the book of Judges, and and here's what I want to what what I want you to what I what I really want 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 you all to hear. The Most High delivers His people from their enemies. He doesn't deliver you from sin. That's yeah. Mm. Okay, come on. And then the issue, the issue becomes one <clears throat> to get a definition of what sin is. Sin is not your not your carousing. Sin is not your whoremongering. Sin is not your whatever whatever sin has been defined to you as being. Right. That's not sin in the in the mind of the Most High. It's morally it's it's morally corruptive. Right. But sin is breaking the law of Mashe. Of Moshe, yeah. It's missing the mark. Right. And the mark happens to be the teachings of the Most High. Right. That's what sin is. Right. Israel is in ex we are in exile because we sinned against the teachings of the Most High by not following his dictates, his words, and his and honoring what he asked us to do. That's why we're in exile. We're, we're, and all you gotta do I hate to keep mentioning this every time <laughs> we come to the podcast. But all you got to do is go back and read Deuteronomy chapter is. 28, start at <laughs> verse 15, and it tells you and writes right. straight out why, we, why, why we're here. So listen, listen. Israel, Israel has enemies. And in the book of uh, Judges, the reason why that there were judges was because the Most High sent them to be the sacred to them. Listen, listen to this. Listen, 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 listen to what to what the Most High says. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna read Judges chapter three, and verse number fifteen. Fifteen. And okay. for those of you who have have your Bibles or your scriptures or whatever 15. it is that you're reading from, you can go back and you can read this. But the text says, I'm reading from the, from the complete Jewish Bible, that the text says, but when the people of Israel cried out to Yahweh, Yahweh raised up for them a Savior. Now, that word Savior is not a Messiah. Right. He raised up for them an individual that he could work through to help the nation of Israel defeat their enemies. No. Their enemies. Mm. Not their alcoholism. Right. Not their not <laughs> not their not their not their carousing. Not their sexuality. Right. That's a that's a key point because you're talking about an ideology of looking at, at text a certain way through this 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 rosy glass of of it's about individual sin and it's not if you're talking about deliverance and, and salvation this has this is a, a totally different new connotation to it 
let's 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 go back. Let's let's back this up to let's back this up to verse number yes. number twelve. It's good. Of three, three judges, three twelve, but the people of Israel again did what was evil from Yahweh's perspective. So Yahweh strengthened Elgon, the king of Moab, against Israel because they had done what was evil from Yahweh's perspective. In confederation with the people of Ammon, Amalek, Elgon went out and defeated Israel, capturing the city of Date Palms, and the people of Israel served Elgon, the king of Moab, for 18 years. But when the people of Israel cried out to Yahweh, Yahweh raised up for them a individual who would be a savior to them that would help them to rid themselves of this physical enemy. That's a physical enemy. Now that's plain scripture. Not spiritualized, it's straight out. We in exile have an enemy. Okay. That enemy comes from a Eurocentric nation of comes from a Eurocentric nation of people. They are our enemy. They are establishing once again Jim Crow laws. To, to once again enslave us who are in this exile. Mm. To kill mm. us who are in this exile. Mm. To make excuses for why they shoot us in this exile. Mm. And why we don't have an answer for it is because we're not crying out to. for salvation which is deliverance right. from our enemy to the right entity who can deliver us, which happens to be, since we're Hebrew Israelites, mm -hmm. the only God that can save us is the God of Israel. And that is? Yahweh. Drum roll, please. That is not, that is not the Greek narrative God who shows up across the street, the street yeah. in the New Testament, and and if he and if he was supposed to come down here and do that, he didn't even fit that quality. Didn't even do that. No, no. And so, so the question, the question that 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 becomes becomes one. Well, you know, who who is who is who's who's our God? Well, you know, he tells us. He tells us in, in, you know, once again, I said, the prophets testify. They, they validate him. Right. And he speaks through them. Mm -hmm. So he speaks through Isaiah. And he says to Isaiah in verse 10 of chapter 43, and he's speaking to Israel. You are my witnesses, says Yahweh, and my servant whom I have chosen so that you can know and trust me and understand, listen to this, that I am he, no God was produced before me, nor will any be after me. I mean, I don't know how much more plain you can make make that statement. There's no other ones That's after scripture. me. That's scripture. That's the most high speaking through his prophet. You, Israel, are my, you, Hebrew Israels in exile, you are my servants, and I need you to know that I am he, no God was produced before me, nor will any be after me. Yes, 
I am Yahweh. Beside me there is no deliverer. I have declared, saved, proclaimed. Watch out now. Here he's going to say, not some alien God among you. Mm. (laughs) Therefore, you are my witnesses, says Yahweh. I am El. Since the days I have been he, Mm -hmm. no one can deliver from my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? Here is what Yahweh, your Redeemer. Who's your Redeemer? Yahweh. He says, here is what Yahweh, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says. So we're talking about Israel. We're talking to Israel's people. Their Elohim is talking to them. Yeah. Verse 15. I am Yahweh, your Holy One the creator of Israel. Watch out now. I am your king. So who's the king? Yahweh. Yahweh's the king. You know? So This is this is beautiful. Y'all got to stop letting these folks tell y'all that this this is done away with that this don't it's not applicable. This is about you. This is yeah. about your ancestry. Yeah. This is this whole entire thing yeah. is about yeah. the genealogy yeah. of yeah. us. Yeah. And then you go down, you go down and I'm 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 prefacing this because we're talking about salvation. Right. We're talking about deliverance. We're not talking about deliverance from hell. Right. We're talking yeah. about deliverance from right. my enemy. Which is where you're at right now. Exactly. You're experiencing that right now. And the interesting thing about Torah and the interesting thing about the Most High, when you read the scriptures, there is no conversation in the Hebrew document about hell. And you know what? You're right. You're you're right. The Most High has no conversation about hell. He has no conversation about the dibble. Right. He doesn't show up until you get over into the New Testament. Now he's a, a character, a main player now. And I can out hear the blue. I, I, I can I, I can hear you I can hear you Hebrew Israelites out there that know your Bible. I can hear you saying, Well, what about Isaiah uh, fourteen? What about what about Hasatan who who was the archangel and blah blah blah. I, I, I hear you. 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 And he was thrown down. I hear you. Mm-hmm. But there is no narrative in the Torah or after that statement in 14 mm-hmm. that has anything to say about the devil. Say mm-hmm. nothing. There is a lot of conversation about deliverance from your enemy. And get the devil out of the Garden of Eden too. So now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> he goes and says to us, I I, I, I gotta read, I'm sorry, but I gotta read, I gotta read for it. I gotta okay. read chapter 44. I gotta read it down. And I, I know this is conversation, but I gotta read it down. There's more more to this. Yes, there's more, there's more to it. This, okay. This, this, this continues. Okay. Isaiah 44. Now listen, Yaakov, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen, semi-comma. So who has he chosen? Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. Thus says Yahweh who made you, formed you in the womb, and will help you. Don't be afraid, Yaakov, my servant. Yeshurun is just another word that means upright and straight. 
It means upright and straight, whom I have chosen, for I will pour water on the thirsty land, streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants. Oh, that's you. That's us. My blessings (laughs) on your offsprings. That's us. They will spring up among the grass. That's where we are, like willows in the river brooks, riverbanks. That's where we are. We're in this wilderness, and we keep springing up. They try to kill us, but we keep coming back. Mm -hmm. One will say, I belong to Yahweh. Another will be called by the name of Yaakov Israel. Yet another will write that he belongs to Yahweh and adopt the surname Israel. Hmm. Oh. Huh. Now, now, Uh-oh. now you ask me, you ask me, well, are you Jewish? Yeah, that is, there you go. There it is right there. Who will another, adopt the surname. Another will adopt the surname of Israel. That's what the Oxenazi Jews have done. Mm-hmm. Thus says Yahweh, Israel's king. Who's Israel's king? Yahweh. Uh, Yahweh. And Redeemer. Yahweh Savaot. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Somebody on the Greek text said he was the first and the last. But Yahweh says, he says, I am the first, I am the last. Watch out, here it comes. Beside me, there is no God. And that gets repeated over and over and over and over again in the Hebrew text. He lets us know over and over and over again, there is no God. God except me. And then he tells us in Numbers uh, chapter uh, 23, he tells us in Numbers, in Numbers 23 and 19, he says, and beside that, I am not a human being. Now that is a characteristic of the Most High to continually give you specifics. About who he is. About who he is. And to say that I am, I am, I am. All of a sudden, when you get 400 years of sleep going on and you wake up across the street, you don't claim that title anymore. It just, weigh this stuff out. The Most High speaks a certain way, acts a certain way. He's not going to break that. He's always going to tell you, I am the one that's doing all this. (laughs) I delivered you. If you go, if you stay... In the Hebrew text, you will find that all and the only deliverance that the Most High provides for Israel is deliverance from their physical two feet, two leg, I pull up my pants the same way, human beings that are their enemies that when they cry out because their enemies are over overtaking them, right. they cry out to the Most High and turn back to Him. Mm-hmm. They got to turn back to Him for salvation. Oh, then He sends them someone to deliver them. Now I'm going to ask you a question. All right. If I'm the ready. guy, if the guy across the street was sent to be a deliverer mm-hmm. from our enemies. And and the narrative of the Most High, the narrative of the Most High is that He delivers us from from human people with two feet, two legs that pull up their pants the same way we do. What what, did he, what is He delivering us from? 
I mean, I have to bring this up. I've been, you know, I've been sit, I've been sitting on this because, you know, I know, I know how hard it is for people who are trying to make this transition to to relinquish the Greek narrative. But the Most High has hit me hard uh, the last few days, and I can no longer dance around this issue. Okay. Seatbelt. Is this seatbelt time? <laughs> is it, do, do I need to and, actually you know, take, take a seatbelt? And, you know, I've been, you know, you know, I've been concerned about our listeners that we don't hit them too hard, and they turn us off and go and go. Well, these people are heretics. Well, I'm not a heretic, right. and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to you. Uh, I have I have sayings that I that I that I use. Mm-hmm. One of them one of them is one man's truth is another man's heresy. Okay, I like that one. It's good. Truth matters. Number two, yeah. And I only have to listen to what the one who created me said. And the one who created me doesn't have a counterpart that comes out of his spirit that is human and flesh that he calls his only begotten son because he's told us in Exodus that Israel is his only begotten son. And that's there too. So how can Israel be his only begotten son and you claim on the other side that you're his only begotten son? I'm just saying. I mean... I mean I mean, I, I, cliche. I, I mean, I'm just saying, go, hmm. I, I mean, I'm just saying, um, you know, I'm just saying, I'm, you're going to have to, you're going to have to tackle it. You're going to have to tackle it. You're introducing I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go, I don't want to okay. go, I don't want to go all the way into that, into that narrative. Um, right, right now. I just, I just want to let the people know okay. that the reason why. The reason why the situation is the way it is is because we keep praying and calling on the wrong, the wrong God. Listen to this. Mm. He says in Exodus chapter 4, verse 22, then you are to tell Pharaoh, Yahweh says, Israel is my firstborn son. <laughs> He's not going <laughs> to declare anybody else in Scripture or the prophets that anybody is his firstborn Born, yeah. son, but Israel. And that's a nation. That's not an individual. That's right. a nation. Spell it. Spell it out. So when we, as a nation in this exile, get our heads out of the sand and turn back to the Most High, as every, in, as every scenario in the book of Judges... Mm-hmm. Of those people did, the Most High sent them a deliverer to deliver them from their enemy, people, nations of right. people who were their enemies. He delivered them from them. Right. And we in this exile right now today need to be delivered from this enemy that has pursued us since we since Plymouth Rock landed on us. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. 
And if we keep doing the same thing, we're going to keep getting the same results. Which is the definition of insanity. When all we have to do is cry out as a nation of people Mm -hmm. to the one God. He's not triune. He's not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's not that. Crunching toes. I've just told you in Isaiah, he said he said exactly who he was. Right. And he said, There I am it, there's none before me, and there's not gonna be anyone after me. I'm it. Right. So you can't use can't use anybody, you can't use anybody <laughs> but him. And we keep calling him, you know, I was talking to a young man the other day, and you know, he was God. I says, Well, which, 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 which God? Yeah, there's, which God are you praying to? I mean, who you referring that's to? That's like saying Mister. Right. There's a multiplicity of gods, but there's <laughs> only one absolute, all soul existent Elohim, mm-hmm. and he has a name that's written in Scripture. And I went into the Greek inspired Bible. There, when Moshe asked him, "Well, who shall I say sent me?" and I read that narrative. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They left it out of the Greek text. Really? Yeah, it's not there. Wow. The Greek. I gotta go take a Greek, look at that. Well, let's 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 go take a look at it. Let's go take okay. a look at it right now. Okay. Uh, X. What is it? Exodus uh, three Ooh. and yeah. I want to go. Here we go. Oh, you got to highlight it already. Yeah, good. I got to highlight it. Good, but good, let's good. but let's not. So I'm we're in three, chapter three. Yeah, chapter chapter three, 13. verse thirteen. Okay. Masha said to, to Yahweh, look, when I appear before the people of Israel and say to them, the Elohim of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is my name? What am I to tell them? Yahweh said to Moshe, Iye, I share, Iye, I am, will be that I am. And added, this is what you are to say to the people of Israel, Iye, I am, or I will be, has sent me to you. Yahweh said, Yahweh said further to Moshe, say to this people of Israel, yod Hey vav Hey, Yahweh, the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Yitzchak, and Yaakov has sent me. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered. Now, this part right here, mm-hmm. say to the people of Israel, yod Hey vav Hey, is not in the Greek text. It skips that. It skips and it, it. skips that, and it says, this shall be my name forever. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, me, me, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, is you going to the, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going, the KJV? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to the... Oh, King James. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Brother James. There, there it is. Okay. <laughs> so... Here's what the Greek text says. Moshe said to said to God. Behold, did it say Moshe or does it actually Moses? Moses. Moses. Okay, Moses. I I, I, I <laughs> said to God. Behold, when I come to the children of Israel and shall say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. He I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel. I am has sent me unto you. Moreover, Moses, God said to Moses, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, the Lord of your fathers, the God of 
Abraham, Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. What's his name forever? It's not there. And they left that, that part out. And not there. Oh, wow. So now if so I go... You, wow, okay. Well, even... Mm-hmm. So if I go Go back into the Hebrew text itself, the Hebrew, the Hebrew, Mm -hmm. it's going to give me the correct information. My point in this, Mm. in trying to help my fellow people, is that we as a nation in this exile need to do what our forefathers did when they got their butt whooped so bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they had to cry out and turn and repent and cry out to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And right. the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Hebrew people, sent them a savior to deliver them from their human enemies. enemies. Yeah. Salvation. Yeah, That's so anyhow, uh, this has been mm. uh, Hebrews in Exile. I just kind of wanted to share that uh, with you all. Uh, and because we, if we don't get it right, we're going to keep continue to get the, the same answer, and our cries are going to be this. And we are some smart people. We're some very educated oh, yeah. people, but we we we've we've got it. We've got to we've got to work a problem according to, to the, the rule. rule. Yep. To get the right answer. Well, this mm-hmm. has been Hebrews and Exodus. This has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And we say to you, Shalom. Shalom.